Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the All In Podcast. But as you can see, we have another quad pod today featuring our other All In Network podcast, the Rain and Bliss. So Rain and Bliss have joined us today. How are you guys doing? Hey. I'm feeling good. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So our first collaboration since, uh, since you guys joined the network. And so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about your podcast and how that came to be. And then we're going to get into some very interesting topics uh, amongst, you know, guys and girls. Talk about some different <laughs> things there. But my guy, Mike, my co-host, how's it going? What's up? I thought you forgot about me. I, I didn't I forget about be, you, bro. I thought I was going to get overlooked here. We got the girls on. I can't even get a hello. Well, no, you know, I'm, they I'm, say ladies first, man. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, you know I, get what I mean, I'm just being cordial. I get, I get it. It's a special power to join pod, so introduce our guests first. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for one, we, we love having you guys on the network, um, you know, first off, and, and so far, I, I've loved every episode that you guys have put together. It's just fun listening to you guys talk, and the well, most recent <laughs> episode with Kylia was yes, more, than, more than entertaining. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh yes so um so just to start off just to you know get some background on how you guys got started talk a little bit about you know how this came together and, and what made you guys want to start a podcast yeah so ran and i are we've been best friends for years like we've literally known each other since we were kids so um we just always had a great chemistry like I don't know, like, just always, like, it's always been just me and Rand, like, together, like, so, um, it was just, like, one night, we were up at, like, one in the morning, we were, like, chatting, and we were, like, just cracking up, and it's, like, late, and we we're just, like, laughing so hard, and we're, like, yo, this needs to be on the podcast, like, <laughs> like, we need to, like, share this with everybody else, like, <laughs> like, there's just no way we could, like, just keep, like, this together, so, we're basically just, like, two best friends, just, having those late night talks but allowing everyone else to come in them so right interesting so it's kind of like and that's kind of the vibe that your podcast has it's like you two yeah. just on a regular zoom call and you hit the record button and then just kind of share it for you know everybody else to hear um yeah you know obviously there there actually is editing that goes into it. Some of the people who aren't behind the scenes, you know, may not know that because mm -hmm. of how well you guys do at, at freelancing and things like that. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, 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 that's definitely the kind of vibe that you got, that you get from you guys' podcast. Um, so what, what came into you guys, you know, wanting to join the network and, and collaborate with us really? Yeah, so, like, I mean, like, we want to do it on our own, but, like, of course, like, we're all good friends, and I was like, hey, like, you guys have a platform, like, let's do this together. We can have two audiences coming to one place and hopefully, like, building upon that, especially, like, within, like, our Rain and Bliss podcast. Like, we have so many plans. Like, we plan on, like, doing, like, and we're both, like, big into, like, girly things, too, as well as sports. So, like, we plan on doing, like, tutorials, vlogs. Like, we plan on, like, taking this pretty far and like just to mm -hmm. have a, another aspect like with you guys' podcast is just awesome so that was like I guess like that was the vision <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been a, it's been a cool collab so far because we kind of have two different totally different podcasts for the most part I mean me and yeah. Eli uh, you know our podcast really it entails everything if, st if stuff comes up we'll probably talk about anything but mostly we've been talking about sports yeah. so far and then you guys are, you know, all over the place with culture <laughs> and music too. A lot of music stuff on the last episode. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've been, what I've been most surprised of listening to the first three episodes is how personal you guys get. Uh, yeah. You know, like there's, yeah. there's definitely been some stuff where I'm like, wow, like I can't believe that they're, and, it, and it's great. It's great to listen to. Yeah. But um, so I guess what, what's the mentality there? I know Crystal, you, you're engaged. Miranda, I think has a man, right? yeah what's the what's the what's the approach there is it is it no holds bar or are you kind of are you just holding back what's the game plan yeah like I mean I think the best thing about being in my relationship is that I'm allowed to have my own platform whenever I like and say how say whatever I want however I feel so like I like like I said like me and Miranda, Marie and Miranda we have a lot of history so like we've been through a lot of these experiences together so it's like fun to just be able to share them with other people like 
and we were both very single until the past five years so like we were single up until our early 20s so we have a lot of stories <laughs> to tell yeah. so like yeah like we just experienced a lot of that together and um so I mean, like, of course, like being in relationships, sometimes you hold back a little bit. That's why there is a little bit of editing. Um, <laughs> because like, you don't want to like disrespect your partner, but then at sure. the same time, like, I mean, like, usually we're telling stories. So it's like, I mean, it's already happened. So like, what, <laughs> like how right. bad can it get, you know? So yeah, like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm engaged, but I mean, he basically knows everything already. And if he doesn't yeah. know, he can listen to the podcast find out that's really cool <laughs> <laughs> um so basically i would say um you you hear a lot from other people um when they start talking about relationships and they always like emphasize on how great everything is and and we're all human we know things aren't always great all the time like that's yeah. just that's facts like we just know that so especially for myself, um, I really wanted to give this opportunity to kind of just show my bumps in the road because there's probably so many other people out here that are going through the same thing or maybe know someone else that went through the same thing and they're just like, oh, well, you know, like that kind of, that kind of resembles what I'm dealing with right now and I see how she's taking it. That kind of just gives people that that second opinion like okay well maybe everything isn't so bad maybe these are just you know growing pains in a relationship instead of just you know just kind of letting things go and I didn't think it was going to be as hard as it was um because when I started talking about like certain things in our relationship that aren't the greatest I could feel in myself kind of tensing up a little bit um, <laughs> But going back and listening to the episode and hearing me talk about that, it's it's helped me become more comfortable, I guess, with yeah. everything that did happen. So I'm just hoping everybody sees that same output rather than it being more just, we're just trying to put our business out here. Because that's, that's not the case. Um, I'm yeah. not trying to put our significant others on blast. Like, <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right. not the point. But we just really want to give people, our audience, that that comfort level like they can tune in and really you know engage with us as as much as possible we want to be their friends through the phone basically yeah like when <laughs> we say all in with rain and bliss we mean like all in like <laughs> the whole way you know right, like and, right. and rain and bliss just go hand in hand like with sunshine there's always rain or with rain is always sunshine whatever right. they say but like that's just what it is so like we're letting you all in like and and it's fun actually like it's it's really fun just having this platform it's awesome that's it cool. is. so i know sean listens to the podcast which is for those listening in that's that's crystal's fiance and, and me and mike's uh friend and so uh rain does your significant other listen as well he does yeah so he how does, do you um how do they feel and, and you go first how how does he feel about the podcast like and about how personal you guys get he actually he was cool with it yeah he was really supportive yeah, yeah he was cool with it he was like you know i didn't really expect you to just kind of talk about that kind of stuff because even with us like we it was a really touchy subject just for us to talk about sure. that kind of stuff. Um, so he was just like, wow, like you are, it, he can tell that it's like, I'm just talking to my best friend. It don't even feel like we're recording and we're thinking people are going to hear this. Like when me and Bliss have these conversations, it's just so natural. And I just feel like I'm just on FaceTime with my best friend. So he was, he was so cool about it. He was proud of me, honestly, for talking about it because he thought the same thing. There's probably other relationships out here that are going through the same thing, going through those growing pains. And for us to have this, take this opportunity to use this platform um, to talk about it, he he was so cool about it. And he watches y'all's podcast too because he's oh, cool. big into sports. <laughs> so he definitely watches everything that you guys post because I retweet just about everything. Right. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's really in tune and his support has been awesome so far. 
That's awesome. He's better than some of our friends then. Right. They don't, they don't listen or watch. <laughs> we, we have to beg them just to download. So, <laughs> so tell him we said thanks. I will. I will. <laughs> so what about you, Crystal? How does Sean feel about the podcast? See, he doesn't understand because he just works on nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get someone that matches your mindset, Chris. Yes, I know. Like, I need a CEO or something. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to take it there. <laughs> um, but no, like Sean is awesome. Like he, like he's yeah. really awesome. Um, like I said, like he's really sat in on a lot of my conversations with my friends. So like he already knows who who Bliss is. Like. If anyone knows, that's my alter ego. Um, so, <laughs> so he already knows a lot about Bliss, and he knows like yeah. she comes out when she's hanging out with her friends and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he's very supportive. Um, he calls me a podcaster now. So there you go. And Sean's <laughs> Sean's been on our podcast like three times now. Yeah. Like any yeah. any any chance he ever makes an appearance, or is that is that where you draw the line? He can't actually come on the podcast. See, I don't want to give him any clout. Like, I just feel like I like him. <laughs> I like him in his little box, like in my little box. Like, I have to get him all to myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, I would love to bring him on. Um, things like I feel like we kind of think a lot on a lot of things, though. So, like, I don't know mm. how that would work out or like how that conversation would go. But um, yeah, like I think it would be awesome to have both of our significant others. That would be a fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a good one. Talk about some things. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, Sean, Sean and her um, boyfriend were close friends back in high school. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really ironic that she ended up dating him. Yeah. We had no idea. So. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, you know, Sean has been a, a, a great friend of the podcast and we've low-key been recruiting him too and I think I might have I might have gotten through to him so so stay tuned we might be we might be bringing Sean into the network looping him in uh, with some other stuff uh, but yeah great to have you guys on so now let's get into uh, some of the topics we had for today and the first one we want to talk about is putting a guy in the friend zone so you know I think most mostly every dude has been there what yeah. What gets you put in the friend zone? What determines wh- who y'all put in the friend zone? Miranda, you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think it's the vibe. If the vibe is off, I have to put you in the friend zone. Like I, I don't even know how to explain that though. Like it's just, I guess, the overall conversations. Like, do we? Do we have meaningful conversations? Like, I don't want to just have these like weird, flirty, like semi-sexual conversations. Cause you know, people have those. Like when you first meet somebody like at a club or at a bar and they ask you for your number, they just want to see like what you're about to do after this. What are y'all about to do when you link up? And I'm just like, what's your name? You know? what's your favorite sports team like where are you from like I just want to like have a normal conversation first and if we can't even do that yeah I, that's that's a no go friend zone immediately <laughs> I think prior prior relationship I don't think I ever friend zoned anybody because like you just gotta see like I feel you gotta see like I feel like there's a reason not not a reason but there's a purpose for everybody so like if I friend zone you, you might not buy me food the next night or something like that. Like so, I just feel like you gotta. <laughs> like I feel like I could like friend zone you internally, but I'm not gonna let you know that I friend zone you. Like because mm. I just don't know like if I'm in your city one night and I might want to hang out or something like that. I don't want you to think that you're just in the friend zone because I want to use you for a little bit if if that is a little easy. <laughs> like I don't want to say that like in a harsh way at all, but um. I don't think I just like told a guy like, hey, like, I don't think this is gonna go anywhere. Like, I think I'll either respond to your text or I won't or I'll spawn or whatever. But as far as like putting someone in the friend zone, I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys I meet are creepy anyway. So like there is no room for them to be put in a friend zone. It's either you have potential or you don't. (laughs) So um, that's true, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Have you guys ever been put in the friend zone? (laughs) 
well, you know what? It's tough. It's tough because I think I don't know. Like I think the friend zone is kind of not as prevalent as people think it is. Like, because I think you're either like it's. I don't think it's that often that a girl knows a guy is really into her and is still hanging out with him knowing she's not into him maybe that happens i haven't experienced it that much usually for me it's either what's up what's going on with this or like okay like we're friends like we're just friends and there's never really that never really any kind of uh i'm into you you're into me because because usually what happens is one if one person says hey i'm into you and the other person's like that sucks that kind of ends the friendship right yeah a lot of people i think (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Like the friend zone is like this mostly unspoken thing. You know what I mean? Like it's mostly where you haven't ter- told that person that you're like into them and they haven't told you and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever officially been in it, but I certainly, I've, I think I've put in, I've put in girls in it before. You know what I mean? Just, you know what I mean? 100%, 100%. Just, yeah. So, cause yeah? there's, yeah, like there's, there's girls that like, you know what I mean? That are, are good friends and that's really all that you ever wanted to be. You know what I mean? So like, but they were into you. Yeah. So like I, and I've, I've had that happen a few times. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it goes vice versa, but I think guys are, are like less likely to come out and say it, you know what I mean? That they're into a girl unless they like are for sure, especially a girl that like you think you're in the friend zone with, like someone you've known for a while, it's less likely that you come out and say it unless you know that the other person feels the same way or you have yeah. some kind of inkling, you know what I mean? Cause I, I feel like guys, true. guys will like girls. I feel like if you put a guy in the friend zone, it's cause if, if he's in a friend zone, you actually want to be his friend. You like him as a friend, but you're not into him. If a guy puts your girl in the friend zone for me anyway, most of the time, I'm just trying to get info on your friend who I'm actually into, right? Like I'm on some Drake <laughs> shit. Like I, I, I'm trying, like I'm trying to find out the secrets about the shorty I'm into. That's why I got you in the friend zone. It's exactly but, what it is, yeah. right? Yeah, that yeah, or think, or you're being put on like the or you're being put on like the back burner as like, yeah. You know what I mean, if if backup things don't right. fall through, yeah, like mm-hmm. a backup plan. So yeah, that's what girls do. That's kind of what I was trying to say. Like you're just kind of like a backup plan. But, like, I just feel like, like, in the recent years, like, I don't, I haven't really made a lot of male friends unless they're, like, co-workers or there's people I play basketball with at LA Fitness. Or, like, I just feel like there's, like, a purpose. So, like, when I meet someone like that, I don't feel like there's a chance of me friendzoning them. It's a chance of me just, like, not talking to them at all because I just don't, I don't know, like, I don't think I make new friends and, like, hey, like, I'm just going to friendzone you. Like, I just, I don't think that really happens. But, like, to Eli's point, but he was saying, like, the girls are into him. I'm thinking, like, well, there's a reason the girls are into you outside of your looks. Because there's always going to be a good-looking guy. But, like, I feel like in those instances, are you, like, feeding into that? And then you're still like, oh, I'm still going to friend zone you. But I'm going to feed into this a little bit. Of course. I think there's, yeah, I think there's, like, I think I've been guilty of that in the past. Which I don't feel so good about saying that, you know, now. But, um I think everybody kind of does that. Like you kind of, and maybe not even to like your knowledge or maybe it's not something that you purposely do, but I think like sometimes people just like naturally flirt with other people. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like, Ooh, and you don't really mean anything. This all the time. You know what I mean? You don't really think naturally flirt with people and y'all do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, and, it, and then it gets like, cause you don't really think that the other person takes it as seriously as, Mm-hmm. as they do mm-hmm. and then it gets awkward yeah. so like that's where it kind of backfires but and that's a, that's another thing where it's like you don't really tell someone that they're in the friend zone for the most part they just kind of like you know what i mean they just kind of know or they kind of find out the hard way yeah right do you think you can like friend zone an ex like after all that you think like yes i have i have an ex who i'm actually friends with but she was like my high school girlfriend so it's, a little, it's not oh, you know what i'm saying that. I'm sorry, does she listen to this? <laughs> no, you don't know her. You don't, you, you don't know her. You don't know her, Chris. You don't know oh, oh, her. so it's not the one no, I'm talking it's about. It's the other one. It's the other one. Okay. Before, before, before. <laughs> me, and Chris, me and Chris will be friends for a while. But listen, it, it's the one before that. No, like, we're friends now. Like, and there's no, there's no tension. There's no, you know, any kind of energy. I could see her. We could go, we could go get lunch together. There wouldn't be a, a thought of, 
anything like that. But of course, I'm married, so it's a little different. But yeah, did you invite yeah. her to the wedding? No, I didn't. Her sister was there though. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. My ex asks if he can be invited to the wedding. Mm, that's <laughs> that's why I asked. Uh, yeah, that's probably where I drive. I want to say which one. <laughs> <laughs> first one. Huh? The first one. The Philly wow. one. I mean, yeah, crazy. I, you know, all my exes live in Texas, like on George Street. Mm. So yes, I don't, I, you know what I mean? I don't, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, cannot, I couldn't not take the opportunity to use a drink line. But anyway, um, you know, for me, I, that, I have not had the experience that Mike has um, all, I mean, not that I'm even on like bad terms with any of my exes, but like I don't speak to any of them. So yeah. like none, none of them are anywhere near any type of friend zone. We don't have any kind of relationship at all which is like mostly because of like distance and stuff like that but also because mm. I, I tended to burn bridges when I was younger <laughs> so you know it is what it is I heard about the old Eli yeah the old next topic no okay. <laughs> um, what about you Rand like what about your exes yeah. are you friends with them nope I don't think so. None of them. Hell, I think some of them are still blocked. I'm going to just keep them blocked. (laughs) (laughs) Must have did it for a reason. I don't know what for, but probably some good behind it. So now I, I mean, I'm sure I could be like, I'm sure I I could be a friend with an ex, but my last couple of relationships weren't the, the healthiest. So I would prefer to not be friends with any of them. So. Yeah, same. I, like, I think the yeah. at now I could do that, but like, what would even be the point? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Right. So, it would just it would be pointless to me to to reach out to reconcile with an ex at this phase. So, right. So now let's get into another subject, and we have we have one married guy on the pod, one that one lady who's engaged. <laughs> so let's talk about what makes guys take so long to propose or to commit in general you know so we'll, we'll start with mike i don't know how long did you uh you and lauren date before you propose not that long uh i'm kind of the poster guy for not waiting that long we dated for like a year and a half and then we had like a six month engagement so we rushed her along you know she was not pregnant with my child or anything like that uh, we, we just I, I don't know hopefully just, she is now well no no no, no. we're not talking about that now. we uh yeah I don't know it was like different too for us because like you know like I you know move moving out to Akron like it was kind of just us you know what I'm saying like I didn't have like a lot of friends around or anything like that like I was running all of my time with her like it was great and I don't know like there's other stuff that goes into it too, like in our personal like beliefs and things like that. Why we did things a little bit quicker than the the average person would. But I don't blame I don't blame anybody for taking their time. Crystal, what do you what do you think keeps guys from proposing? What what's the female perspective on that? Oh man. Well, our situation's a little bit different. Like we were in college. Like I met Sean my freshman year of college. So like we took things slow with first starting the date. Like I think we both put each other in the friend zone for <laughs> like the first year we knew each other. It was like, I'm a freshman, like you're also new to the campus. Like I'm not really ready to commit just yet. And then like, we took like, we like talked for, like about a year and then we like got together. So like we've been together for like five years now. I think before well, those five years was spent in college. So like, of course, like we're not ready for marriage in college. Like we don't really know what we want to do yeah. with our lives. Um, but he finally proposed and it was awesome. Awesome to get married. I was there. <laughs> yeah, like you were there. Um, but yeah, so like I think what takes men so long is I think it's personal. I think it's all personal. I think you're not going to be with someone for that long or even for a year and not see a future with that person. So I don't think them not proposing is on that person. And I think for a long time, like for me, I was like, yo, what am I doing wrong? Like, am I not? doing like the wifey type stuff like what am I doing wrong when it's really just internal for men like I think like they have to feel like they're in a point in their life where they can finally take care of 
someone else and start a family with someone else. So yeah, like that's just my views on that. I just feel like they have to personally be confident in themselves before they can commit to someone else. What about you, Miranda? Honestly, I feel like she took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, like I, I feel like it is like they have to make sure that they feel comfortable with everything that they got going on before they can commit to someone else. Like, I think financially, a lot of men feel like they have to have it together first before they can, yeah, yeah, before they can, um, you know, really settle down and like tie the knot. So I I agree with you 100%, Chris, that that was spot on. Yeah, and, like, thank God for the office, because, like, I thought about giving Sean an ultimatum, like, how they gave her work. And, like, it just doesn't work that way. So, like, nah. you just got to be patient. And, um, like, I mean, we've lived together for, like, four years. So it's, like, we – I knew it was going to happen. Um, there's just no rush in it where you want to spend the rest of your life with that person either way. So whenever you Interesting. So I guess I'm I'm the one here with the experience in, in the non-committing phase <laughs> of a relationship. So I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> you know, um, so me and Holly's situation is a little bit different though. So I've known Holly since my senior year of high school. She's two years younger than me. And oh really? We, I didn't know that. Yeah. So okay. she I was class of twenty twelve, she was twenty fourteen. So she was a sophomore. Um, but she was a sophomore when I was a senior. So you know, we actually talked a little bit and we like talked in high school and, and had our like talking phase, like kind of begin there, but then I went to college. Uh, so I went to Lock Haven and, you know, was doing my thing for two years. And then Holly um, came to Lock Haven as well uh, and ended up playing volleyball there. So kind of re- our like talking kind of rekindled my junior year, her freshman year. Um, but like it didn't, you know, it, it was to the point where, like, I wasn't really ready to get into a relationship and, you know, feelings got hurt, things like that. And it was, it was not like a, it wasn't a great situation, but like, probably towards the end of my senior year is when, like, we kind of picked things up and we were, like, in a committed, like, state. Um, and then we, like, officially started dating, like, August, right after I graduated. So just a few months after I graduated and, and right when she was going back to school. So we've been like officially dating since then, and um, then had our daughter Raya um, about a year or so later, or two years later, almost two years later. So that kind of threw a wrench in our in our plans because um, life had to move quick. Like I was still yeah. I was still living at home when uh, when Raya when we found out that she was pregnant with Raya, and. Um, you know, she was actually finishing up in college. So, and but her, her second semester, she pretty much had all online classes. So she was home. And at that point we kind of had to uh, make some decisions. So like I moved out, we got our own place um, out in Wrightsville, same apartment, you know, Crystal, you guys have been to. So we were there for a while and our plan was, and we kind of talked about it. So our plan was to hold off on, you know, a wedding and stuff like that to buy a house. And that's what we did, which happened this year in December. That's where I'm broadcasting from now. So that has been taken care of. And that was kind of like, that's what put the the whole marriage thing kind of on the back burner for, mm-hmm. for two years. So I wouldn't say like, I was afraid of marriage commitment. And I wouldn't say that I am now, um, you know, but like, as far as just the start of our relationship, I had that issue just because like, I was in college, you know what I mean? Like I wanted, I had two years left, you know what I mean? Like I just wanted to kind of live my life. And then on my way out, you know, of college, I kind of realized, okay, like, you know, it's, it's probably time to, to settle down. And, and I also, like, I kind of had some, some self-reflection, like on how, you know, my actions were perceived by her and, and other mm-hmm. people and stuff like that. So it was kind of like, you know what I mean? Coming to the realization just myself on, you know, things that I needed to change and, and just realization about Holly as a person, you know what I mean? And how much of a, of a match she was for me. Yeah. So, oh my God, I'm about to cry. Geez. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so it was just, definitely like, I met like, so like I met you, Eli, like years, like, like early in Sashana's relationship, but like, I met Holly like a couple years ago too, like right when Rhea was born. 
but I feel like the first actual conversation I had with Holly was just like a couple weeks ago, like when we came to visit you guys. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember going home and I'm like, yo, Holly's actually like pretty cool. Like I just never like really like had that like one-on-one conversation with her. Like every time we hung out, we were like at bars or something like that. So like, I was like, I got to see like Holly, like just chilling. And like, it was, it was a really good time. Like I definitely understand why you guys like mesh so well. Yeah. She's about as annoying as me, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> but, but I think one of the biggest things, I think one of the biggest things for guys and why they don't want to commit or whatever, they don't want to commit. That doesn't apply to anyone here, it doesn't sound like. But, like, you also are afraid of losing the control in the relationship. So, like, when I decided to get down on one knee and – you know, you're essentially begging, I'm essentially begging Lauren, like, please marry me, like, do me this favor, where you're kind of losing their control. I think a lot of guys in a relationship are like, um, they want to, they, or at least they might not think this out loud, but they might want to tell themselves, well, I'm the prize in this relationship, and she's lucky to have me, da 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 But in reality, like, <laughs> and then, what, and then well, how it works is, though, you say, like, I need you, and then what happens if she says no? right? Then you're embarrassed. And I got down on one knee and I did this huge thing. And now there's a Twitter video and I'm a fool. And, and, then, <laughs> and then if she leaves you later on, you think, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom actually liked her. She left me. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that go into the psyche of a man yeah. that I think people don't, people don't think about. Yeah. I, I feel like it was opposite for me. Like I feel like I, I took control of like the whole relationship. And then as soon as John got down on one knee, I was like, all right, it's all yours now. Like, like, I'm like, you, like, you take control of the house, like, you do everything, like, like, you're, I just kind of felt like, all right, like, this is you, like, taking charge, like, this is you, like, asserting your dominance by, like, yo, I'm marrying you, so, like, I just kind of took that as a, all right, like, I mean, I'm just gonna be the wife, I guess, like, I'm just gonna, like, I just gonna follow suit, you know, like, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm really, like, I'm a very organizing person, I'm really, control freak and statistical and stuff like that and he's total opposite like he's creative and like all that so I just I I'm allowing his personality to flourish and in, in our relationship and I'm just allowing him like just take over like like after that and it's been good since so <laughs> and that's probably that's probably what a lot of women stick to but it's just like the difference like he's of a man and a woman and you know when things yeah. go on un- when things go unspoken and you don't know you know, that's why, you know, if you're going to propose, I recommend talking about it first and that's, you know, get, that's exactly, getting a feel for things. That's what I was going to ask next. Like, so, you know, I feel like if a girl says no to you, like you obviously didn't have, I would say like 99% of the time, like you didn't have the conversation before, which is strange to me. I'm like, I don't know that I would propose to someone and that, knowing that there was any doubt that they would, that they wouldn't say yes, you know? So like, was there, was there any doubt to you, Mike, that, that Lauren was going to say no? Yeah. But listen, though, we what? talked about that. But listen, and it's stupid, right? It's stupid, right? It's and stupid. It's stupid because. Did you see the about... ring, Mike, before okay, you purchased it? <laughs> no way. But, but, but listen, but you know, like you talk about it and you know, you know, she's going to say yes. And you know, she's just excited. But like when you're actually doing it, when you're actually like she makes fun of me because whenever I like was about to do it, like I was trying to give this, you know, this beautiful monologue of these things I wanted to say and the words just were not coming out. Like, you know? <laughs> so she makes fun of me. But yeah, like you get nervous and because you're like, hey, am I sure she's going to, you know, what if she has a last second change of heart that I don't know about? But of course, yeah. of course, it's ridiculous when you talk about it, you, you sure things up. But yeah. I don't think I don't think any guy goes into it 100% not nervous at all. Yeah. See, I'm certainly like the day's gonna come, so I'm certainly like I know at the time I'm gonna be nervous, and like that's the thing. Like I I think I have kind of like in my head planned out what I'm gonna say, but I don't know if I'm actually gonna say it. You know what I mean? Because like when it actually comes time to say what you're feeling, it just like you know it's like something just gets in your throat, and it's kind of like you know so it's like that's interesting to me and I but I always wondered like how that even happens like when a girl says no to someone proposing to them like did you not discuss it with her previously like is she caught off guard here like have you known her for a week and you're a weirdo like how does 
You know what I mean? Like, so what would make you guys one say no to a proposal? You know, you know, maybe from someone that you've been dating, or like, do you guys think most of that happens when you know people don't have that discussion? No, I don't think that's. I feel like another part of that is like just proposing at the wrong time or proposing without the people you really want there. Um, I think Sean slipped up. He was like talking to Mikey, sending Mikey pictures of rings, and he actually sent me a picture of a ring. Oh, like I already knew like it was. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. He texted me when that happened, and I was like, uh, "Just uh, I don't know, man." <laughs> like, luckily, I was like, "All right, wow. not that one." <laughs> but um, yeah, like I mean, like with our engagement, like we had like Mikey there, we had his brothers there, and like it was awesome. But like it would have been amazing if like one of my best friends would have been there. But I feel like that's what deters a lot of women. Is like they're like, well, "No, like you gotta do this in front of my mom. You gotta do this in front of my family." Mm -hmm. So I feel like that could be another um, issue. So like, I feel like just talking about that stuff before it actually happens or like bring it up in conversation, like who would you want to be there? Like if you were to get engaged and yeah, like that, I yeah. think that's really important. Um, and then like, also like, I just feel like your feelings change like every week. <laughs> like, I mean, like luckily for me, like I love Sean more and more every week, but like, like someone can show you someone totally different within a week you'd be like hold on like that is not who I want to be with so like yeah. that might make someone want to say no to a certain conversation mm -hmm. or like like no to marriage so right. I don't know really like, randomly <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> for sure yeah your feelings change like throughout people like I could say for like one of my previous relationships like it was good at the beginning but then in the middle towards the end of it like I realized like this is a really toxic situation. I couldn't even imagine spending the rest of my life with this person, let alone do I want to even <laughs> spend tomorrow with this person. Like, it's just, it's done. There's, there's nothing left in this. It's over. We need to just let it be what it is and split. So your feelings also change. Like, you know, also like proposing too early sometimes. Like that might be like, whoa, like yeah. as women, like we're probably not, ready for this like yeah so mm -hmm. like michael scott like, sean and i started dating I in college. <laughs> if sean would have proposed to me in college there's a good chance i probably would have said no like yeah. it, it's just not the right time and i'm not ready to make that commitment right now no. so like it also good thing i talked him out of it then <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like <laughs> yeah for sure like if the yeah. timing is just off then I mean me personally like I don't really think I would be able to tell somebody no so I would probably say yeah anyways but then like pull him aside and be like this this can't happen like I didn't want to embarrass you but like this might not be able to work like not yet not yet like yeah. we have to see we have to see where things are because sometimes like, you don't even really know somebody yeah yeah but then you push the wedding back though right has, like like you just push the wedding back you just keep pushing the wedding back like all right it's not yeah it's not like, you just, like you keep pushing it back or you know <laughs> do what you have to yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head like you know maybe y'all haven't really experienced like that one good argument i mean like screaming at the top of your lungs like just a mm. really bad situation and yeah what if that happens and you realize like Oh, like this person isn't who I thought they are, you know, like this isn't this isn't what I want. Like I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody like this. But yeah, you know, it's I don't know. I guess it's the timing. It's definitely the timing. Like you gotta really fill your relationship out. That's why, like, even with my personal relationship, like we've been together the same amount of time that Crystal and Sean have been together. Five years. We lived together for four of the five years, but I mean, we're not rushing marriage anytime, anytime soon. We still just kind of want to get our, our lives on track first, get our careers started, you know, yeah. maybe try to figure out where we want to live because we don't really, we know Pennsylvania isn't where we want to stay forever. So, you know, we might want to move to another state or another city. So. We kind of just want to feel like feel out what our future is first before we get like married for sure.
So last thing on the proposal topic, is there a cheesy way that a guy can propose that would make you say no? Like, you know, you at the, the jumbotron at a sports game or the, putting, oh the, putting the ring in, in, a, in some cake or something like that. Like, is that off limits to you guys? Would that like make you kind of be like, come on, like, you know what I mean? I don't think there's a cheesy way. No. I, don't. I don't think so either, but there are some females out there that would be like, you better mm. not propose to me at a Red Lobster. Like they could be, they will get so mad. But me, like, you can do it for that barbecue. Miranda, that's you. you. Like, what are you talking about? That is not me. I'm happy. I'm being proposed to. Like that means I'm doing something right. Okay, I don't no. care if it was down the street. I'm cool with it. No, you are that bougie one. No. That's I am not. That. Just make sure my nails are done. That's Yo, all I'm asking. That was my only request to Sean that Just he did not fulfill. Make sure the nails are done. Probably. Wait, how do you do? How do you do that though without text, like giving it away? Yeah. You tell my friend to ask mm -hmm. me if I want to go get my nails done. Ah, yeah, we went. That's we it. went to my. We went to my. It was, so it was actually like <laughs> right before Easter. We went for Easter weekend, and then I told my sister, I was like Friday. Text Lauren, tell her you want to go get her nails done. So they went and got their nails done together. Yeah, like that was my only request, and like it was just, I was very disappointed. Um, I actually went to the store right after to go get some press-ons, so I could press on my nails. Like people kept calling me, and I was like, I can't show you because my nails aren't done right now. So like I like literally right after like on our way home, like I made Sean stop at like a store so I could go get some press on nails real quick because I yeah, that that's like the number one thing is like you gotta make sure her nails are done. Yeah. Bro, and, and the funniest thing, you know, for, for the viewers who who don't know this and maybe haven't followed Crystal on Instagram as long as we have, the for like three weeks straight. She just she found any way to get her fingers mm -hmm. into her IG posts, into her Instagram <laughs> yes. stories, Snapchat stories, all that stuff. And I was just I was dying because it was the like it would just be a picture of her driving with her just hand on the wheel, and you could, you could see her her ring, and it was just like a subtle a subtle flex. And I'm like, yo. Crystal was just hilarious for that. It was she was she That's wasn't even yeah she didn't even like tell she didn't even like make it known. She was just looking for all these subtle ways to just post her ring on one. See, but I could have been over the top, so I did it very subtle. Like I thought about yeah. like posting a picture of me turning off the light with my ring, but I was like, no, that's too much. Like, oh. I do it just very subtle. Like. But yeah, so like Sean and I, like we went through a phase, not a phase, like, so like when Sean first proposed, so like we looked at tons of rings, like, like prior to this. So I thought he was going to propose my birthday. So I was totally surprised that he proposed when he did. But um, we were looking at rings and we looked at, I tell you, like a whole bunch of rings. We went into every single jewelry store you could think of. And so when Sean proposed, he proposed with a ring that was like, Sean, like, this is not the rings we looked at. Like, it just, it was just very, like, like, I thought we were on the same page. Like, I showed you the ring I wanted. And then it was something totally opposite. But Sean, like I said, he's very creative. So he was like, you know, like, this means this, and this means this. And like, this is why I got you that. And I'm like, well, that's not what I asked for. So, so uh, for like a month straight, I did a whole bunch of research on like how to tell your fiance you want a different ring. Mm. Like, I did so much research. Like, I didn't know like the right way to do it. And so uh, like us and a lot of females out there. So if you're listening to this and you don't like your engagement ring, just go on Reddit. They will explain to you how to do it. And um, so I just was like, we just sat down. I was like, I want another ring. Like, unfortunately, it was probably hard on his pockets because he ended up buying two rings. I still have both of them. Um, so <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, I mean, that was just our story. So like, I will say like, if you do plan on going into an engagement, just like fill your woman out, yeah. ask her friends to fill it out, see what she really likes. Yeah. Um, it's not about you like this is what she has to wear for the rest of her life so like <laughs> you just gotta fill it out but yeah it's a solid point <laughs> see holly doesn't normally watch the pod our podcast or even listen 
So I might be safe here, but with you guys on, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to not speak on that subject just to, <laughs> just to keep yeah. the secrecy to it. But, um, okay. So last topic that we got to get into since everyone here is in a long-term relationship, what are pet peeves that your significant other dudes that just like sets you over the top? And it could be like the littlest thing. Uh, Miranda, you go ahead and start. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like the toilet seat left up. Oh my gosh! I hate me it. Either. I hate it. I hate did we it. talk about this before? Good mic. We probably did. Did we talk about this? Is it harder to put the toilet seat up or down? Like, See, you close it when you're done. Just close it. How hard is it to just lift it back down? I guess. So, Crystal, we talked about this <laughs> oh, at, talked at about the this. Turner House. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, a couple of yeah. weeks ago. So here's, here's my thing. I don't have this problem and it's not for, it's not for before you like praise me, you know what I mean? For, for always putting the toilet seat down. It's not for the reasons that you might think. It's not really for respect for Holly. Not that I don't have respect for her, but it's not, that's not the reason. Why. <laughs> so I have a, one of my like biggest like fears is things falling in the toilet. Mm. And and it's it's something that has plagued me since I was a kid. My Batman fell in the toilet when I was like eight years old, and ever since then I've had this fear of things falling in the toilet. So I always I close both. Like I put I put both seats down. I close it the whole way because I don't want things to fall in the toilet. You know what I mean? And then you see like TV shows, the toothbrushes falling mm-hmm. there and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like that kind of stuff like gets to me. I have this weird thing about that. So I put both down. So I avoid the I avoid that problem altogether. So. I think I might be one of like the few people in the world who like doesn't. Yeah, I girl, actually put both down. I, I actually put both down too, and that's because that's just how my mom was in our house, and exactly. that's we just always had, we always put both down. It wasn't it wasn't just the one either. Also, yeah. we got these really nice toilet bowl covers that are pretty cute, so I like to see those as well. And uh, I also <laughs> read a study about leaving it open and something about feces flying in the air all over the room. So. I, yeah see so i close them both yeah see team team close them both but however i understand the male perspective of of leaving it up no way that i makes sympathize because no i know your mother trained you better so like that's just a habit you picked up outside of moving out of your parents house that's and, like that just no i didn't and, pick like, it up i didn't pick it up i just get it no but like i understand that like so like like for Sean, I think I think same thing for Darian. It's like they grew up in a house full of men. It's like they don't really understand like there's a female that has to use this. Like at night, I don't like turning on the bathroom light. I feel like it wakes me up. So I like to use the bathroom in the dark. So I hate same. when I fall inside the toilet because you decided not to put the toilet seat down. So now I gotta take a shower at three o'clock in the morning because I fell in the toilet. Like it just it just really makes me so mad. There you go, Miranda. Yeah. That's definitely top five pet peeves, is like putting the toilet seat down. See, I, I agree, Crystal. That was drilled into my head by my mom from birth. Like what, during potty training, you know what I mean, was like when, oh, was that was always taught to me. So I don't really get how, because, and I grew up in a household full of men. I have two brothers, and my sister didn't come until I was 12, and my younger brother was eight or, or was nine or 10. So like we had pretty much already established that like you put the toilet seat down after you go, but even by the time we had a little sister. So like for me, I never understand how that like if it is drilled into your head at you know and in in, even in an all boys household, like how you pick that habit up out in in like four years of college is like the only time that you would have to do that. So I don't and and depending on your living situation in college, you're probably using urinals. So like when does that habit ever even become about is has always like perplexed me. So I'm I'm on you guys' side with that. I don't really understand. That, that has never made yeah. sense. Yeah, that, that don't make no sense. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What what kind of pet peeves do you have? Um, Ooh, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I really don't have much. Like, I'm pretty, I don't know, I'm pretty, I don't really get angry that, or whatever. I don't get annoyed really like that. I could probably give you a laundry list of things that she has about me. <laughs> um, probably, uh, you know dishes and laundry and vacuuming and all that stuff but 
Now, you know, you know what the biggest? No, I ain't gonna say that one. Actually, that one will be in trouble. No, 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 What? Nah, nah. This is a safe space, Mike. This, nah, this ain't that space. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of one, man. Does she leave like hair in the sink and stuff like that? Like, does that bother you? No, nah, I leave more hair than she does, honestly, because I'll be shaving, you know. Oh, you know, oh, you know what she does? She always wants to pop my pimples. Oh, I love she doing that. She always too. wants to pop my pimples. I'm okay, like, so that's get a girl your thing. hands off of me. <laughs> I love doing that. See, Holly doesn't try to pop mine, but she she pops her her own too. And okay, so that's a girl thing. Yeah, apparently. Okay. I always like. I always. I I never do that because I heard that that's you're that's like a no no. Like that's something you're not supposed to do. So that is a pet peeve that I have with Holly is that she does that. My biggest pet peeve <laughs> with Holly though, and I'm like 99% sure that she's not gonna hear the podcast, so I, I feel comfortable saying this. <laughs> is uh, is when she asked me something, like a a a either or kind of question, right? Like when we were, when we were, when we bought the house and we were talking about like bed spreads, okay? And different options for bed spreads. She'll give me a couple of options. Mm -hmm. I'll give my opinion. And then she goes with the other thing. With her opinion, you know I mean? yeah. Yeah, with, with hers, which is like, okay, why did you ask me to give my input if you weren't even going to yeah. consider it? it we was, asked it to make you feel yeah. good about it. But like, I was going to say, to opinion. make you feel in, in the mood. <laughs> Wait, yeah, we wanted I wanted to know that we hear you, but we just don't. We don't want to go with your opinion. You're wrong. <laughs> See, here's a, so here's my thing. Is like that's how essentially how she like phrases it. It's like nope, that was the wrong choice. And then yeah. she'll, but then she'll act like I don't care about what's being asked like no i care like i just gave you my input on what i would like to see and you just shot it down so like now i'm not going to be as honest i'm going to be like whatever you like babe go ahead you do what you want to do and right, then but you can't say that about, though yeah you can't say, say that, that, that's that so it's like it, no no it's, a, it's the worst place in the world to be because that just sets me off it's no like, i get that one Coop. I get we that like one. hearing you guys opinion the thing about women is like we ask you those questions just so we can get to know you a little bit better so we like hearing that part of Mikey. Shut up! <laughs> He's like checking his head. Like no, like no, like it is All true. Like, like no, because like at the end of the day, like I learn more from you. Like I learn more about you from asking those questions, even though like I know my opinion is probably better anyway. So I want to go with what I want to think, but it's nice just giving you an option or making you feel inclusive. I guess. See, I would rather you not include me. I'd rather you just, depending on what it is, the only, the only thing that I like in our home decoration, she has decorated our entire home. The one thing that I try to make off limits is the man cave. Cause like, that's my space. You know what I mean? And she still even tries to decorate it and, and we get into little spouts about it. We're both passive aggressive. Because so you don't decorate kind of like, it, right? Yeah, is I, it I don't decorate. There's exactly. Not, that decorated. is the point. Nothing. The point is it's like, not decorated. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the whole point. Like our whole house is decorated, except for Sean's room. He literally has his TV still on the floor. I have sent yeah. him multiple pictures of futons, desks, posters, but no. So like that's the thing is like I want you to have your own space. I want you to be able to do what you want in your own space. But like, come on, it has to be inclusive of the whole house. It has to have some yeah. sort of order. He said at least yeah. it's mounted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just lazy. My TV, my TV's mounted. Yeah, see, I so here's here's what you guys have you have been in there, uh, Crystal. But my man cave is essentially the TV mounted, and then there's the PlayStation couch. Yeah. And honestly, if the laundry room wasn't there, nothing else would be in the man cave. But the laundry room is there, so a lot of times laundry is in the little corner over there oh and there's a, there's a there's a green a lime green table that doesn't match but yeah. it's it's a it's it's like one of Rhea's old like play tables but like I need something to put stuff on so it's there temporarily and yeah. then she put in so there's this like there's this little bar where the PlayStation sits because the TV's mounted and then underneath there were there was nothing there and then she put like a bunch of crates of like books and stuff that were there and then replace it with a bookshelf. I fought her tooth and nail on the bookshelf because <laughs> I didn't, I thought the crates gave like a cool that 70 show kind of vibe. Yeah. 
Okay. You know what I mean? On, on like the, the groove store. And I didn't want the man cave to be decorated by anyone but me. If I was going to decorate, I was going to do it. And now there's a mini fridge. So like I've slowly added my mini fridge down there. And then there's a couple of like wine bottles that are in the corner too. But like, that's, that's one of the things that we kind of get into it about is, is the man cave because I want to leave it like plain and looking like a guy place. And yeah. she wants to girl it up and put like, a flower poster or something like that like <laughs> she's not growing it up she's making it more cozy more at home like that's just what it is right she's not growing it up like adding a bookcase to a basement area is kind of like what you kind of need like what yeah. you should do in return is put some memorabilia and stuff like that on it to make it feel more like a man true she can't decorate it if you do first yeah that's a good point that's what i'm gonna do i'm yeah. gonna get my thousand but my ball. den is the same way my <laughs> den which is essentially my man cave there's nothing hanging on the walls there's a bookshelf that she put in there and uh, I, I have a tv stand for where where the tv was but now it's like my office so there's nothing hung up i had a dartboard hung up um it fell and I haven't put it back up. So I wonder what I'd have to do. I still have my high school jersey. I wonder what I'd have to do to get that hung up in the man. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because I, I don't, I, I would have to do it without asking, I think. Yeah, I'd make sure she couldn't hear. I'd probably have to do it without asking. <laughs> yeah. So Sean invited me into his room today. He was like, yo, Crystal, come check out my setup. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm about to come check out your setup. I'm thinking he went and brought something while I was asleep. Like, he did something crazy. He literally just put the Roku on and had man, the Man U game playing. And I'm like, is this really your setup? <laughs> like, Sounds like his, a setup work desk, his work desk is literally on a dresser. <laughs> like, like, my setup. There's no setup at all. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> What he meant was he took the Roku out of our bedroom and has it in his room now. So <laughs> that's, that's what his side I was going to say, men don't need a lot. They need, no. like, the bare yeah. minimum, and that's that's that. Like, pictures, accent tables, yep. nice chairs. Like, they don't care about none of that. Like, they just want a place to store food so that they don't have to fill upstairs. They're still gonna uh, call you though. It don't matter. <laughs> still gonna call you. <laughs> See, no, man, that's like, that's they facts. Don't need much at all. Listen, I went to college with four bins, four like big, large bins, and three duffel bags. That's all I ever need. Yeah. One bin, one bin for like, uh, you know, school supplies and stuff. Three for clothes, and then duffel bags and stuff like that for any other extra clothes and gaming systems was all I ever needed going to college and one TV for my room. Yep. All I ever needed. Holly probably, it's, I mean, when we moved from the apartment to here, we, the U-Haul truck was literally all her stuff. All of it. <laughs> like I took all my stuff in the SUV, everything else in the U-Haul was like furniture and her stuff. So I like starting all over every time. Like anytime mm. we move, I like to start all over. Like, clothes I'll probably throw out a whole bunch of stuff if it's not like big furniture like I throw it all out like I really enjoy new stuff but however for college I did have two cars worth of stuff because I did buy a lot of new stuff yeah. um yeah. but yeah other than that like I I like starting all over I don't like bringing old trash not trash but I don't like bringing old stuff into like a new place yeah. so that's like the like like Sean's room like his room like I remember, like, in college, like, Mikey, do you remember when I decorated Sean's room for Valentine's Day? Like, I brought him, like, a futon, a whole bunch of, like, soccer posters yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, even, like, that stuff, like, didn't even transfer to, like, our apartment sound. Like, now he doesn't have anything, so we got to start all over from scratch. But, yeah, I'm, like, total opposite. I don't like bringing, like, rugs or whatever. Like, I usually donate them all like, goodwill and stuff like that. See, we're hoarders. We were the opposite. So when we, we did, we even threw what we thought was a lot of stuff out um, it's coming from the apartment to the house, but essentially like our garage is like stuff that we just haven't thrown away yet. Like we don't even park the, the cars in there or anything like that. Our, our, our garage is specifically a, a storage unit, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap. Mike, any uh, final thoughts? 
Now, um, we appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us. We're going to post this on both of our podcast feeds. So, in the All In podcast feed and the Rain and Bliss podcast feed, you can find it. And then the YouTube channel will just have the one video, but it will appear on both playlists uh, if you're watching us that way. So, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys this for joining so us. Fun. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us on here. Yeah, yeah we'll have you again. Our pod. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to come <laughs> on yours. Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I was like nervous for this one, but um, yeah, because you guys are like more like proper. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, we we love you know having you guys uh, being a part of the network, so we appreciate you guys coming on the show. Um, you know, for everyone tuning in, thank you guys for all your support of both podcasts. Um, so far, right now, our you know viewership has been has been great, very diverse, things like that. So again, thank you guys for tuning in and showing support. Um, make sure you guys follow us on social media. Um, the All In Podcast is at all underscore in underscore pod. Um, you can find the Rain and Bliss, uh, Rain and Bliss Podcast page at Rain with two N's and Bliss uh, Podcast as well. Um, and then follow the, uh, or like our Facebook page, All In Network, um, the All In Network uh, Instagram page is all one word as well. So make sure you guys follow us on social media so you can get updates about upcoming shows and things that we have going on. Um, just to give you guys a sneak preview, my guy Mike has a fire article that he's working on right now that we got a little, little taste of today. I'm going to be working on something cool coming up here uh, in a minute as well, just to you know, get some more content up there. And anyone else who feels, um, you know, like they have an article or a story to share, um, send it to all.in.pod24 at gmail.com. Um, and we'll review it and, and, you know, nine times out of 10, you'll, we'll probably put it up on the website, you know, depending on the content. So um, we appreciate you guys, you know, support and everything like that. Continue to share and, and tune in, download, you know, however you guys listen. Ladies, any last thoughts before we sign off? I don't think so. <laughs> this was awesome. This is fun. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being all in with us. You guys have a great day. Thanks, guys.